The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Okay, it's music time. John Cadell and Zara Hederman are with us this week for all of the music news. But we have a competition to start with because we have two tickets to Depeche Mode at Malahide Castle next June to give away. So, to be able to chance to win the tickets, have a listen to the intro to this famous song by Depeche Mode and text or WhatsApp the name of the song plus your own name to 87 and we'll announce the winner at the end of the show. So let's hear it. Is it sacrilege for me to say, Zara, that I prefer Johnny Cash's version? No, I'd be with you on that one. I, I do prefer Johnny Cash's version. I do prefer Johnny Cash's version of Hurt as well, which is Nine Inch Nails originally. So maybe Johnny Johnny had the magic. On yeah, the absolutely. That. Not that there's anything wrong no. with the Depeche Mode version, which is very good in itself, but there was just something utterly extraordinary about the way Johnny Cash did those, both the tracks you mm, mentioned. Absolutely, yeah. John Cadell looks horrified. No, I think the original's better. I mean, you can, t- you can strip anything down to an acoustic guitar and a gravelly voice and it'll sound deep. <laughs> In the way that Johnny Cash sung it? Oh, come on. Sung what? With, with that song that we can't name because it's... A, <laughs> stop trying to trick me into giving away the name of the song there. Uh, Depeche Mode, Malahan Castle. What sort of gig would you expect that to be? Like? Incredible. I saw them in the what was then the point, I think, in 2006. And uh, they were just brilliant. I mean, they they did come to prominence in the eighties, but they're not what you'd call an eighties band the way some others of the of the genre are. They've sort of grown and grown. There's they're almost an industrial alternative band really these days. And you know, there's big electronic and depeche mode sound, but they've gone through so many different phases. Even I think their best album is Songs of Faith and Devotion from nineteen ninety three, where Gahan was hoovering up the class A's, bless him. He's all right now. But um, they were very, he, he was sick of being in Depeche Mode. He said, I don't want to be in this little bippity boppity um, electronic band. So they brought out the guitars big time for that album. And it's still, I still think it's their best. But they're an incredible band. Uh, of course, they lost Fletch earlier this year. Um, so it's down to the, the uh, himself and Martin Gore now. And I didn't think they'd be working this quick, to be honest. So fair play to them. Mm. Sarah, are you a fan? Uh, not massively, but like John, um, my older sister, she saw Depeche Mode. I think it was the same gig. And she remembered members. I remember her saying it was absolutely incredible and I would actually be very curious to go and see it because I don't know how many more opportunities you would get to see them and yeah, like John was saying as well it's amazing that they are back so soon. Be interested to hear what this album is about um, and how it sounds. They said that they were influenced by lockdown so I'm not sure if I'm mm. so interested in lockdown <laughs> albums anymore um, but they're also influenced by Fletcher's death as well so that could be quite interesting. For many people, one of the highlights of Electric Picnic was Arctic Monkeys, who were due to be playing Marley Park, but are now switching to Malahide. Any reason do we know for that? Yeah, there hasn't been an, um, a reason as to why there was a change of venue. It's very interesting because I didn't think that those tickets were on sale for that long, actually, before they made that announcement. Um, and also, crucially, Malahide Castle has about half the capacity as um, Mar- of Marty Park. Um, their new album is coming out, The Car, soon. The singles from it have actually been very good. I have surprisingly liked them because I was a big Arctic Monkeys fan initially, um, but dropped off a little 
little bit for their later releases. Like the last album that Matt pretends to like. Exactly. Yeah. The very one. Now I You're do go up me, <laughs> I do go back to it and they are an excellent live band. There is no d- denying that. But I do think recent live shows they haven't really been showing up in the way they used to be. Okay, and Dermot Kennedy will be at Marley Park. Yeah, Dermot Kennedy, new album's out on the 4th of November, so it'll be the tour behind that album, Sonder. Um, He's playing uh, on the 23rd of June, tickets 53.65. They're on sale this Friday at 10am. It's going to be a very busy day on Friday morning for for people who are interested in gigs because Lizzo, who we'll get to in a second, she's on sale at midday on Friday. Depeche Mode are, I think, 10am Friday, and so is Dermot Kennedy. So uh, if, if you're getting people concert tickets for Christmas, you want to be up early on Friday to sort that out. But yeah, Dermot Kennedy, of course, he was one of the highlights of, of EP um, and he's great live, absolutely brilliant live. And he left the new album under his belt. So it's, it's sure to be a cracker. Lizzo, the last time she was here, um, Zara was mm. in the Olympia. Mm. Where is she going to be when she arrives next March? She is going to be in the three arena, actually, when she comes back. So a much bigger show for her. Um, it'll be, a, I'd say, a big production as well. Any kind of clips that we do see from her live shows, she kind of gives it socks. And crucially as well, she has Joy Cooks, uh, Crooks, who's a supporting her. And she's incredible. She's an Irish artist. She had an album out last year called Skin, which is definitely worth a listen. Um, interestingly enough as well, just going back to Lizzo's live um, performances and what she puts into them. I don't know if you recently saw she had a two- 200-year-old crystal flute that was owned by the former president James Madison uh, with her and she was seemingly the only person who's ever played it so I wonder if she'll bring that to the three arena. And there was uproar, wasn't there? There was uproar. uproar that she played. I mean, what is a musical instrument for only to be played? Exactly. Kept in a case. He kept in a case, like a, a gilded cage. Yeah. Like the bird that can't fly. Made out of crystal. Mm. Yeah, made out of crystal. I, I did wonder how that worked and how that would affect the um, the acoustics from the flute. Maybe it made her song sound good. I don't know. Okay. Oh. There are other lots. Carly Rae Jepsen is coming as well. Yeah, she's playing the uh, Three Olympia on the 4th of February. Uh, that's part of her tour. The So Nice Tour, it's called. Um, sorry, that's her second date. She's playing the 4th and 5th of February. Uh, so, yeah, so if you're a fan of Carly Rae, it'd be a nice intimate venue to see her in Three Olympia. Great venue. John, you must be gutted right. about Thursday night. What's that now? Lindsay oh, Buckingham. Lindsay, yeah. I presume you were going. I mean, you have raved about Lindsay Buckingham on this show for so many years. Well, that's that he is Fleetwood Mac. He is Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, and he, he, he was due to be playing yeah, in the three um, arena this week, this and he's not. Bit, or the Helix? Yeah, Sorry, the Helix. He was playing this. Thursday. It's a bit worrying. This um, the UK and Ireland tour. The remainder of it has been cancelled due to. Uh, ongoing health issues. Uh, the last time he played was just last Saturday in London, but obviously um, he just is not feeling well. And he, as you said, the Helix this Thursday is called off, as is the rest of the tour. Now, he has recently had uh, open heart surgery only three years ago. Um, he had a pretty rough time of it too. I think he had, uh, he had personal problems as well. Um, I believe he partnered with his wife. So he's had a lot of stresses over the last couple of years, says Lindsay, not to mention Stevie Nicks getting him kicked out of Fleetwood Mac. Um, we just tell you, Zara, John is very bitter about that. I still is. Yeah. I think I'm on Stevie's side for that. I would have well, fired him. Why? He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Well, well, so is John, yeah. which is actually when you're, why he likes if Lindsay. If he's a Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay but when you're so a genius, you're allowed to be a curmudgeon. I'm, that's referring to Lindsay, not me. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. glad you got that qualification they're, before we could. They're pointless without him. But anyway, Lindsay, get well soon. OK, uh, we have new music coming from LCD Sound System, which, Sarah, I believe it's the first time in five years. 
Yeah, and it's part, I guess, of their long-standing retirement that James Murphy said or announced about, I don't know what, in 2014. Um, that retirement has brought out this new song, New Body Rumba, which is part of Noah Baumbach's new uh, film, White Noise, which is a Netflix film which stars Adam Driver and get a Greta Gerwig. Um, it's an adaptation of a Don DeLillo novel and it's a seven-minute song and basically what we get is your classic cowbell-infused LCD sound system song. So nothing too shocking with this. One. But does that mean that you like it? Um, not. Um, it's decent. It's fine. I don't particularly enjoy sticking it on a lot because it's seven minutes long and it's not very inventive from James Murphy. But I might be the new curmudgeon of uh, <laughs> the studio. <laughs> Put on your headphones because we're going to play a bit of it. One listener says, Pascal Dunne, who's no, new morning alarm sorted out. He's known to be a big LCD sound system fan. <laughs> I, Sarah, I have to say, I'd listen to seven minutes of that. It's very recognisably LCD sound system. It doesn't deviate from the past, but it sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, it is a good, like, get up and go. I could see why Pascal would like it as an alarm clock. It does put a bit of a pep in your step. Um, but it was just a bit similar to me. OK, we seem to have a problem with your microphone there. It seems to have collapsed on it. Do you have any LCD sound system things to offer to us there, John? Well, yeah, like you said, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's very, very LCD sound system. Uh, does it do uh, as much in seven minutes as the likes of Bohemian Rhapsody does in six? I don't know about that. But yeah, I'd happily bop along to that for a fair few minutes. No problem. OK, let's go to our picks of the week. And John, we'll take your one first. You've gone for a reissue surprise surprise yeah I have but you know I figure who doesn't love George Michael I mean you're not in agreement I love here. George Michael yeah. if, if you don't like his music well first of all I'm sorry for you but if you don't like him I don't trust you uh, he's this album older he himself figured it was his absolute best work it was reissued last Friday as a double LP which sounds absolutely immense I'm not one of these vinyl snobs but uh, I put this on on Friday and it just sounds absolutely incredible. Uh, along with it, there's five CDs. Uh, you know how much I love my alternate versions, Matt, and live tracks and all sorts of bits and bobs. So five CDs of that, including the album Remastered. Um, I mean, I was going to pick You Have Been Loved because it's just one of the saddest songs and most beautiful songs ever written. But I just, I just didn't think I could handle it going through me headphones uh, on, a, on a wet Tuesday. Uh, so we're going to take a version of Fast Love, which is Fast Love Part 2, which is one of the bonus tracks. So it sort of picks up where Fast Love uh, leaves off. Thank you. 
John, I'll give it you a great like he, track. He never put a foot wrong, did he? Like, he, he's just a master, a supreme pop craftsman. You've he, enjoyed that as well, Zara. Oh, yeah, I love George Michael, so it was really nice to see that this was one of your picks. I enjoyed just, going back to it today. Oh, okay, what's your pick of the week? So my pick is Belinda Says, which is from Always, who are an indie pop proposition from Toronto, Canada. Um, it's from their upcoming third album, which fans have been waiting five years for. Um, and it's not that they were dothering about, they weren't having writer's block or anything. They actually had a lot of adversity and misfortune in the five years between their second album and this one. Um, one of which was that front woman Molly Rankin's um, apartment was broken into and a recorder with all her demos was stolen. Um, their studio was flooded, so their equipment was damaged. Um, but they've come back with a really great um, single. It sounds almost kind of a bit like um, My Bloody Valentine's drenched guitar reverbs. Um, they're always so infectious. Listeners might know them from their one of their breakthrough singles, Marry Me Archie, um, from 2014, which I couldn't believe was a decade ago because I remember that so vividly coming out. Um, but I've really enjoyed listening to this. It's from their third album, Blue Rev, which is coming out on Friday. Let's hear it. Moving to the country Gonna have that baby Wait tables in town I know what gets away Moving to the country Gonna have this baby unexpectedly and very well mm, yeah okay that's your pick of the week what's the name of it again that's called Belinda Says by Always does sound a bit like Belinda Carlisle as well a little bit yeah alright yeah. okay thank you very much Sarah Hedeman for being with us and John Cadell John listener says they went to the Stranglers on your recommendation oh, yeah. yeah a great gig yeah. thank you John it was, it was. no okay. problem okay the last word with Matt Cooper weekdays from 4.30 today and-